Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Scorpio season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing and help connect you with your highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign, and it's up to you to get specific. Feel free to associate what I say to what is relevant for you. At their best, horoscopes work as pieces of mystical advice and sacred symbolism. Let them spark your imagination and stimulate your intuition. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. Along with your horoscope, please make sure to take a listen to Depth Perception, the Embodied Astrology episode for Scorpio season, where you can learn much more about Scorpio as an energy in your chart and how to understand and work with it. You can find this episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Finally, if you're in the Minneapolis area, please join me on November 11th for a very special event at The Future, where I'll be hosting an astrology dinner party to celebrate the Taurus full moon and explore some of the deeper themes of Mercury's retrograde. This is a super fun and creative way to learn more about astrology, and I'd love to meet you there. There's limited attendance, so if you're interested, please make sure to register soon, because spaces will fill up. You can find more information on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the Play and Learn section under Live Events, or from the link in my Instagram bio, at embodiedastrology. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message, and I'll be right back with you with your horoscope. Hello, Taurus Sun and Taurus Rising. This audio horoscope is for you. In this horoscope, I'll be talking about the month ahead for Scorpio season. This is the season that begins on October 23rd and ends on November 22nd. This is the time of year that the sun shines the light of Scorpio, and that light uh, brings out the scorpionic qualities in our lives. So as I mentioned in the introduction, please do take the time to listen to Embodied Astrology's extended episode for Scorpio season. In that episode, I take a deep dive into Scorpio's zodiacal qualities and how it manifests for all of us through our bodies and in our physiology, in our mind-body connections, in our relationships, and importantly, uh, in our feelings and in our deep feelings. And this is one of the main themes of Scorpio, um, our deep, intense feelings and the ways that we get entangled. 
through our emotions and with our attachments. And specifically for you, my friend, Scorpio rules the solar seventh house, and this is the place in your chart that describes your important relationships and your committed partnerships and the ways that you hold your bonds in them. So this Scorpio season is bringing a lot of attention into your relationships, into your attachments with your important others, your committed partners, etc. Throughout the month, there will be some kind of pivotal or key times that I want to bring your attention to. The first moment is October 27th. This is the new moon in Scorpio. Whenever we have a new moon, we have an opportunity to set intentions for a new cycle, to begin a new solar cycle from one new moon to the next Scorpio new moon in 2020. So over the course of these next 12 months, what are you wanting to manifest in your relationships? What kinds of qualities do you want to focus on? What experiences are you calling in? When we have a new moon, both the sun and the moon occupy that sign and it brings extra attention and kind of an intensified focus into the zodiacal qualities of that sign. This particular new moon highlights your changing identity and personality, how you're feeling yourself grow and evolve in your self-awareness and your self-definition. Relationships at this time are responding to your personal growth, how you want to feel yourself growing and becoming more free in your life, more authentically you, will be mirrored in your important relationships. And those relationships will either um, be supportive places for you to experience your unfolding and awakening identity, or they may be places where you come into confrontation with limitations and expectations. Either way, this new moon is a time for you again to set intentions for the ways that you want to be relating and how your relationships can help support you in your expansion, in your liberation, and in your growth. On October 31st, Mercury will station retrograde almost at the end of Scorpio, and over the following couple of weeks, Mercury will retrograde pretty much back to the middle of the sign. So the entire retrograde cycle is spent in Scorpio. Mercury is a planetary symbol of the mental and cognitive aspects. It describes our thoughts and our communications. These include um, verbal, written, and electronic communications, as well as the ways that we communicate with ourselves, so our inference and our perception. When Mercury is retrograde, this is a symbol of the mind kind of going backward. This is a reflective period of time when all the RE prefix words uh, become more important. So this is a time to remain with uh, issues, to kind of rework them, to research them, to refine them. Given that this Mercury retrograde is happening in the space of your chart that describes relationship, this is definitely a time when you may be considering uh, your important relationships and your feelings about these relationships and any particular areas of growth that are happening in your relationships. Now, your relationships always include you. So how you're bringing yourself to your important others and your committed partners and even into the world at large is definitely highlighted right now. How you're thinking about yourself, how you are coming into, again, what feels more like an authentic and liberated version of yourself are going to be really important themes of this retrograde. Now, 
The days that Mercury stations either retrograde or direct tend to be some of the weirder days in a Mercury retrograde cycle. And often what we think about at Mercury retrograde in terms of communication breakdowns, um, kind of technological failures or messed up plans or things like that, these uh, kinds of experiences can often cluster around the times when Mercury is stationing retrograde or direct. So from October 28th until November 2nd, or so, um, please give yourself kind of extra leniency um, for lateness, for plans changing, for uh, malfunctions or failures, pretty much every area of life. And then particularly, again, because this retrograde is occurring for you in the space of relationship, pay extra attention to how you're communicating and what's coming out through your communications. Given that this retrograde is in Scorpio, there may be some deeper feelings that need to be expressed. Um, and and I think around the retrograde, we, we might have uh, more tendency to express things in ways that we don't necessarily mean them. So this is a really good period of time to take some extra deep breaths before you open your mouth to really consider um, your intention and what it is that you want to be communicating and expressing. On November 1st, Venus will enter the sign Sagittarius. For you, Sagittarius rules the solar eighth house. And the eighth house in some ways is very similar to Scorpio, which is the eighth sign. This is the place in your chart that describes your um, enmeshments and entanglements with others. So this isn't necessarily just your important relationships, but can be considered in the ways that you're um, shadow material or your more subconscious vibrations influence your relationships in general. Themes of the eighth house include secrets and privacy, shames, insecurities, jealousies, or other kinds of taboo experiences, as well as important spaces of exchange with your partners and important relationships. So if you are sharing money or finances, if there are um, other kinds of uh, spaces of shared resource or shared influence, these are some of the big themes of the eighth house. Now, Venus is a benefic, generous, loving influence, and Sagittarius is a very buoyant and optimistic sign. So this transit actually implies more expansive opportunity in the eighth house themes. This is a really good time to have uh, open-hearted and open-ended conversations with your friends, your partners, your lovers. Um, this is a great time to get to know people in a deeper way, to open up to sharing parts of yourselves or aspects of yourselves that may be have been held back or maybe even unrecognized or unrealized uh, up until now. On November 11th, there is the inferior conjunction between the Sun and Mercury, and this is a really important moment in Mercury's retrograde cycle that is described as a time when we can recover or remember something that is kind of pivotal in the thematic influence of Mercury's retrograde. So especially around the 11th, please uh, keep a notebook nearby, try to take note or remark on any important experiences that you're having on or around that day or new ideas that are coming to you, you may want to return to them later. On the 12th of November, there is a full moon um, in Scorpio's opposite sign, which is Taurus, your sign. So the full moon is always an opposition or a polarity between two signs. And with the sun in Scorpio, the moon is illuminating that light from 
Taurus from this part of the zodiac. Now, a full moon in your sign is a time of reflection and illumination on you, on your identity, on your personality, potentially even on your appearance. Themes may come up that, again, definitely have to do with your relationships and the part of relationship that is you, how you are engaging with your relationships, how you are growing, how you are knowing yourself through them, etc. This full moon brings a lot of lending influence with it, specifically for you in regards to um, friends and kind of wider social experiences, as well as what I might describe as um, kind of the meaning that you're making out of your life. And for some of you, this will have to do with experiences in academia or places of, of higher learning or pursuits of wisdom or truth. So this full moon can really help to elevate you in your sense of purpose in your relationships and how the ways that you relate with yourself and with others in general, not just the really important folks in your life, but kind of in general with your wider social groups, um, can influence the, the meaning that you're making out of your life, what you're pursuing, what your priorities and your beliefs are. So it's a really good time to just be open to uh, increased perception and awareness, again, of how you are changing and how you are moving into a more liberated and authentic version of yourself. On November 18th, the planet Mars will enter Scorpio where it will transit until January 3rd. Whenever Mars is in a sign, it brings extra energy to that sign. That energy can sometimes be really motivating, energizing. It can also be uh, inflammatory and aggravating depending on how you're experiencing it. So Mars coming into your solar seventh house could bring a lot of energy for your relationships. It can also describe your partners or important relationships of being very energized or being very directed or motivated in certain ways. This influence might also bring up some conflict. It might bring up some places where there is agitation or energy to, to work out. Now, especially because Mars's transit through Scorpio begins during Mercury's retrograde, um, notice what arises and notice the possibility possibility for any conflict to actually be revealing deeper truths. Try not to reduce any conflicts that come up to um, kind of surface level judgments of yourself or another person, but really inquire deeply into the nature of the conflict and what is being illuminated through it. Conflicts um, always have the potential to bring us closer to one another and actually to reveal deep, deeper truths that were not previously, um, we were not aware of. On November 20th, Mercury will turn direct. Um, again, the days around Mercury station tend to be pretty strange, and that's often the time when things go haywire. So from the 18th through the 22nd, please give yourself that extra little padding around uh, all of your plans. And if things are strange, let them be strange and see them as potential opportunities to um, have experiences that you might not have otherwise. The circuitous and odd nature of Mercury's retrograde often brings us to places we wouldn't have pursued um, consciously, and those spaces can bring important revelations. So uh, again, just kind of take things as they come and try and be in the flow. As Mercury turns direct and starts to pick up speed as it 
finishes or completes its transit through Scorpio, it will be recovering terrain that it retrograded over uh, previously. So this is the third time that Mercury is passing over this part of Scorpio, and this is called the shadow period. The shadow period ends on December 7th. Um, especially if there are, there are important contracts or agreements that you are making with partners or uh, other people, maybe um, if you can, if you have the, the luxury of it, give yourself until the end of the shadow period, which is December 7th, to make these important decisions. Um, the shadow period can often be a time when we really come into a space of clarity and cognizance around the themes of the retrograde. On November 22nd, the sun will enter the sign Sagittarius, and I'll be back with you then for your Sagittarius month ahead. Um, until then, if you'd like to know more about this upcoming month's astrology, please become an Embodied Astrology subscriber. You can subscribe by donation at any amount per month, and in trade for your subscription, you'll get access to extended month ahead forecasts um, where I talk about all of the major planetary aspects and the lunar cycles in general. You'll get an audio recording as well as a PDF calendar that you can download and work with for your astrological uh, education and benefit. I hope you've enjoyed this horoscope and that it's helpful to you. I'm wishing you all the best in Scorpio season and beyond. Bye for now.